1: Uh, thank you indeed for that, uh, Shane. Beattie, a uh, lots of people getting in touch about the interview we did with Jill Hines, the uh, <coughs> excuse me, the parenting expert. Um, she was basically saying that young people, yeah, it was tough for them to move out at the moment, but maybe some of them liked the home comforts a little too much. Uh, not everyone impressed. Though. What planet is Jill Hines living on? Average rent and Dublin, two and a half grand on top of record low availability. I work in a law firm, a hundred grand salary. Lawyers can't find accommodation. Maybe they should grow up? Question mark. Any young adult would love to move out it 's just impossible. In this, climate, in this climate. It's
2: definitely challenging and I think that's fair 100
1: enough. 100 grand salary you can't find somewhere to live. But I'm questioning There was that 300
2: there. properties available in Dublin yeah. a population of a million uh, and a half no, people. No, it's tough but it if you on grand. No, yeah, but it is tough in fairness. Uh, someone says, good morning, oh my God I never heard such truth spoken. That lady is 100% correct. All the young adults I know living at home are living in hotels built by their parents. They wouldn't dream of slumming it elsewhere. They are missing out on growing up and they don't even know it.
1: Jim and Longford says, hi Kieran, Shane, that lady has it nailed when it comes to you adults, the majority of them are mollycoddled and don't know how to come on with life. Or at least that is what they would have us parents believe. I know what the surprise will be this Christmas in the Christmas stockings. A copy of the book, <laughs> The Lady You Interviewed, uh, Jill Hines. A copy of her book. I'm sure Jill will be delighted to hear that.
2: Even nicer than mollycoddled. He said they were mollycoddled, which I think is quite sweet. Ooh, it's, <laughs> it's quite nice. Now, on Lunchtime Live Later they're going to be talking about the continuing protests in East and Andrea Gilligan went down to meet some of their Residents involved last night who feel that they are not allowed to have any debate on the issue. Do you feel that the way this has been? Um, do you feel the branding of this in recent weeks,
1: and I suppose the accusation that's been levelled at, at a lot of residents, as you pointed out, that you know it's 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 racist that it's been that you know the groups here tonight have been infiltrated by 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 right wing members. Like like as a resident that's living here and working here, like how does that sit with you?
2: Really, I'm really uncomfortable with the whole thing. I think it's just so wrong. But I also think there's something going wrong in society, that we can't have an open debate about people coming into this country. What is our immigration policy? What is our policy in terms of people coming into the country? If we can't have a debate or disagree or agree on certain topics, where does that leave us as a society that we can't have an honest-to-God conversation? with one another without being branded a racist. So,
1: so you feel that even, I suppose, by virtue of the fact that, you know, you're here tonight, you're at the protest, you could potentially be in the background of, um, you know, video or social media.
2: That was Andrea Gilligan there and there will be more on that on Lunchtime Live today at 12 o'clock.
1: OK, last night the winner was announced of the EY Entrepreneur of the Year Awards. It was Martin. It Oh yeah, it went to Martin McKay from Text Help, which develops literacy software that helps dyslexic and physically disabled students to express themselves in the classroom and workplace. Our business presenter Joe Lynham, had him on Breakfast Business this morning at six thirty, and began by asking Martin about his business.
3: We make software for people with dyslexia and ADHD, various other. Uh, neurodiverse conditions. Um, we've got offices internationally, so about half our business is in the US, uh, about twenty percent in the Nordics, twenty eight percent in the UK, and um, a little bit in Australia and New Zealand. And um, a good deal of our business is in education, but actually, uh, more recently we've been expanding into workplace as people kind of leave education they don't leave dyslexia behind and we've been focusing on
0: uh, what how, tell us in practical terms how you would help someone with dyslexia
3: it's, it's really easy to, we uh, we just help people with reading and writing and so uh, there's a range of tools about 14 things that we do but we've got a, a dyslexic spell checker a dyslexic grammar checker whenever you use your phone and you type a couple of letters and your phone predicts what word you want to write, we do that inside Microsoft Word and Outlook and Google Docs and wherever you're working. So we really just try to support people with their reading and writing as as they go about their day. So is it a technology company?
0: Is it an educational company?
3: So, you know, I would have said that 10 years ago we were an ed tech company because we were focused on educational technology, but we're more really a kind of inclusive technology. So we, you know, our roots were in special education. And as people transfer from education into the workplace, we're trying to make the workplace as inclusive as education has become in the last 10 years. Indeed, assistive
0: technology is certainly growing in popularity. Uh, uh, It's bringing the workplace, um, bringing into the workplace, many thousands of people who might otherwise have been left
3: behind. Yeah, you know, dyslexia is a super common thing. It's as common as having blue eyes. And uh, very, very often, uh, people with dyslexia don't want to put their hand up in the workplace and say, hey, I've got dyslexia. And it's not an intelligence thing. It's just a kind of difficulty with decoding, you know, text. And uh, yeah, so it's, you know, 8%, 10% of the population are dyslexic. And all that we're doing is providing them the the tools to help them work. It's a little bit like glasses. You know, when I take my glasses off, I can't read. (laughs) And hopefully that's not an intelligence thing. It's just a vision thing. And for dyslexic people, it's it's the same thing. We just provide tools that are a little bit like glasses for people with dyslexia.
0: Now you're playing down uh, how clever th- what you do is, uh, but you need a lot of brain power to create a company with 350 talented staff and you know a multi-million pound or multi-million euro business all over the world.
3: We've made a few acquisitions across the the Nordics and in the US, uh, in particular, quite a few people with good computational linguistics expertise. So uh, you know, I've I've been fortunate enough to gather up a few people around me who have got a lot more. Uh, uh, you know, intelligence and uh, expertise than I have. Uh,
0: And is it easy to uh, hire and retain staff in in your business?
3: No, I wouldn't say so. But um, I think if you, you know, create a vision that uh, kind of excites people, it's it's easier certainly to attract staff and attract investment uh, because quite a few people... You know, want to participate, want to play a part in the in the mission that we're trying to fulfil.
0: So, what now? Do you represent Ireland at the World Entrepreneur that's, of the Year?
3: Yeah, that's my understanding. In June next year, I'm going into bat for Ireland in in Monte Carlo, and uh, certainly oh, going to be doing awful my best. for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be terrible. I'm sure it'll be it'll be terrible. I hope uh, in Monte Carlo they give me more than three hours sleep before my first radio interview.
1: <laughs> I hope they do too. <laughs> Martin McKay uh, talking to uh, Joe Lyon there, and he, of course, is the EY Entrepreneur uh, of the Year uh, winner. Well done to you, Martin.
0: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.